Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by JEGS. Remember, if you need any high-performance aftermarket car parts, go to JEGS.com. <laughs> we have a sponsor at the Kenny Wallace Show. Check it out. Where's it at? Over there. Jegs. Oh, they've been with me for 17 years. I love Jegs. Everybody up there in Delaware, Ohio. So welcome, Jegs. All right, let's get right to it. The uh, 65th running of the Daytona 500. Haven't you ever wondered where did those other 10 years go? So we started off the Daytona 500 celebrating 50, 75 years, 75 years of NASCAR. They're making a big deal out of it, but it was the 65th running of the Daytona 500. What a race. What a race. I was highly entertained. Ricky Stenhouse won it. Uh, 2007 was Ricky Stenhouse's last win, and it was at Daytona. Now, this was a very popular win, and here's why. Because Ricky is one of those good guys. But I never knew, I never knew that a lot of people don't like Ricky Stenhouse, and I just don't know why. Uh, I'm friends with Ricky. So uh, I'm trying to figure out what is he, he, he's a little aggressive, maybe in his early days. Maybe he wrecked some people. But for the most part, you saw it in Victor Lane. Everybody, all the drivers, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, they all came up to Ricky Stenhouse and congratulated him on the win. And, and plus, Ricky is from the most awesome town, Olive Branch, Mississippi. <laughs> Say that, Ricky Stenhouse, the Daytona 500 winner from Olive Branch, Mississippi. Now, Ricky deserved the win, okay? And here's why. He made a bold move. He came from like seventh or ninth and passed all those cars coming off of turn two on the high side tucked back inside, and uh, that put him in position to capitalize and line up side-by-side side with Joey Logano. Remember, I chose Joey Logano to win the race. So not too bad for the Herminator. I got second in the Daytona 500. But let's break it down, okay? Let's talk about the Daytona 500. The first stage was very exciting, and and this is my star of the race. Charlie Marlowe, our producer, is going to remind me now. The Herminator is going to have star of the race. You know, they do this in hockey. Star of the whole Daytona 500, Brad Keselowski. He wins the first stage. His teammate, Chris Boucher. Look, they put Roush Fenway Racing back on the map. Uh, Jack Roush said, look, I'm getting old, man. I got to hire somebody to run Roush Fenway. They sure did. They went out and... And I think Jack Roush saw that Brad Keselowski was a business type. So winning, you know, strong, uh, Brad Keselowski was strong, and he won the first stage. All right. My notes say that 
you know, it was a big moment for them, right? Roush Fenway, uh, you know, Boucher, they looked good, especially after Brad Kazowski did not even qualify for the Coliseum race out there in California. Made him feel bad, but, you know, uh, Rick, you know, Brad did not get the finish that he wanted in the Daytona 500, but he was there. Now, now Busher did. Let me see. Busher ended up fourth. Um, we're going to talk about the top ten in just a minute. All right, let's go to the second stage. Uh, shows up again. He's the real deal. Ross Chastain. Uh, Ross Chastain's the real deal. Uh, that second stage I got wild. Six-car wreck. Six-car wreck. Uh Harvick got into uh, Tyler Reddick. That was over in turns three and four. And we saw this the whole race. This was all the wrecks. This was 99 to 100% of all the wrecks in the Daytona 500. It was pushing. And if your car did not handle good, there was a lot of guys driving in the Daytona 500 like this. Loose, loose. And boy, you could see it. And if anybody breathed on them, it spun them out. So... Harvick, all he did was breathe on Reddick. And, you know, after the race or in the post-race interview, Reddick was like, eh, he didn't blame Harvick on it because I guess Reddick's car did not handle that good. If you're going to take a shove, you got to be solid. And that's up to your team to get that car handling good, making sure it's solid. All right. Um, listen to this. 36 laps to go. Number 36, Kenny Wallace. 36 laps to go. Seven Fords were in line. Now, it all came down to, are the Fords going to line up? Are the Toyotas going to line up? Are the Chevrolets going to line up? In the end, there were so many damn wrecks that not a one of them were able to line up. Now, speaking of so many wrecks, I didn't really feel like it was that long, but this was the longest running Daytona 500 in its 65 years, 212 laps. I, I don't care about laps. I don't know if they went by time or laps, but they made a big deal out of it. Longest running Daytona 500 ever. Um, listen, it came down to Ricky Stenhouse getting in position. There were so many times you and I thought, well, it looks like Kyle Busch is going to win it. <clears throat> well, it looks like Joe Legato is going to win it. <clears throat> Hey, looks like Kyle Larson going to win it. <laughs> I mean, they were wrecking their ever-living asses off. It was Wreck City USA. Now, you know, it, listen, you go back to the history of super speedway racing, this is the way it is. You know, the great Dick Trickle said it right. You must first finish. Say it with me. You must first finish to finish first, right? So we want to be there at the end of the Daytona 500. Now, I thought this race had it all, and I keep saying had it all. They ran side-by-side, bumper-to-bumper, 90% of the race, stage one, stage two, and all the way to the end. Um, you fans are very hard to please. I don't know what you want because they're side-by-side, -side and you're like, this race is boring. Then if they wreck too much, it was a wreck fest. So there's no pleasing some of you. L let me back up on that. There's a small percentage now that they're just, you're just not going to please you. But for the most part, I'm going to tell you what, that place was sold out. 100,000 people in the grandstands. Listen, I don't want to hear about they took grandstands away, okay? 
Go to any of your stadium, any of your arenas, anywhere in, in the world, 100,000 people. Okay, I know, I know the blue, you know, the big house, you know, Michigan. I get it, but still it don't matter. 100,000 people, okay? It's a lot of people. Google it. It's a lot of people. Now, the big thing was, was all the partying in the infield. You know, it was 150,000 people was the total count. So, just because you don't like NASCAR, everybody likes NASCAR. Now, there's some of you that can't go to a race. You get on social media. Oh, by the way, by the way, coming up next is Complain with Kenny. Oh, you guys are going to love this. We're going to get all the bitching and moaning out of the way. Complain with Kenny will be coming up next after our Daytona 500 breakdown. So, the race was exciting. It was exciting stage one, exciting stage two, stage three, 36 laps to go, seven fours lined up. You know what's coming, right? You know and I know. They're going to wreck. We watched earlier in the week, all of Speed Weeks, it started on uh, with the truck race. They wrecked, and they finished under. Uh, they gave them all these chances, right? They just kept wrecking. The truck race finished under caution. Not under caution, but this is, this is your last chance. White flags in the air. We know the rules. We know the rules. The rules have been out for, what, 10 years? I mean, how many more chances do we give them to eliminate the whole field? A lot of you don't like wrecking anyway. Uh, oh, by the way, look at this stat. Check it out. Four cars finished the race with no damage. Ricky Stenhouse was the winner with no damage. Joey Logano, no damage. Chris Revelle, no damage. Chris Buescher, no damage. The fifth-place car was in that last wreck. The fifth-place car, Bowman. Uh, A.J. Allmendanger, yeah, he had been wrecked up. He went through the grass. He got sixth. Suarez was seventh. Blaney was eighth. He was destroyed. Unbelievable. Blaney finished eighth. He was destroyed. Ross Chastain, he had been in all the wrecks. He was ninth. Listen to this. Riley Herbst finished tenth. He was the last man standing. Everybody from tenth on back was destroyed. So, 36 laps to go. Once again, I've already said it. All the wrecks start happening, and let's get right down to it. Uh, we got Austin Dillon getting ready to push Kyle Busch to the Daytona 500 win, and this is going to be a glorious time for Richard Childers, and, and it's it's wrecking galore, right? And, and then, listen, we can lay it all out. We've already addressed it so many times. We thought your guy was going to win it with two or three laps to go. They kept restarting. I think, what was there, three green-white checkers? Two, maybe? So, uh, in the end, Ricky Stenhouse is in, in the right place, right time. I know a lot of people say it depends on who pushes that button for that, that yellow flag. But, listen, TV had it covered. Ricky Stenhouse deserved it. He made the move. He made the move. Hey, he, he, I'll tell you what. I think, I think I could argue with you on this one. I think Ricky Stenhouse passed the most cars at one time to win the Daytona 500. He came off a of turn two, blew by six or seven cars to get into second. He made the move. He deserved it. He was leading. You know, I mean, listen, they start wrecking. We, we, slow, we, we show this in slow motion. You know, what happens is Pastrana gets tagged in the back by Eric Amarillo, right? Eric Amarola hits Travis Pastrana. 
He hits the right rear of Larson, sends him in the wall. Caution. There it is. There's over 20 cameras. When the caution comes out, boom. There he is. Stenhouse is leading the race. And, and here's the deal. Here's another reason Stenhouse deserves to win. Because he was moving back past Joey Logano. Now, remember, I don't got no skin in the game. I chose Joey Logano to win the race. So, Joey Logano runs second. Ricky Stenhouse is the winner. Good guy wins the Daytona 500. That's exciting. Let, let's wrap up the Daytona 500 uh, breakdown like this. My star of the race was Brad Keselowski because he made a big comeback. He, he looked good. Uh, he was roughed up last year in his very first year with Roush. Uh, my uh, Travis Pastrana thoughts. Guys, the, the guy's got more broken bones than Evil Knievel. Everybody loves Travis Pastrana. He's an X Games guy. He's an entertainer. He's an entertainer. Everybody loves Travis Pastrana. Uh, and listen, he did good. He went out to the Volusia Speedway, got himself a Gator, although it was in a, a lesser feature. He still got himself a Gator. He came and ran real good in the truck race, and uh, he ran real good in the Daytona 500. Now, we know that is the track, Daytona or Talladega. Look, I'm going to say it right now. We know that if you want to show up, you know, and put a big splash in, it's going to be Daytona or Talladega. Those are the easiest tracks to get up to speed. You go to the other tracks, it's all you got. You got to drive. It takes a lot of technique. So kudos to Travis Pastrana for choosing this. It all worked out. Denny Hamlin was his car owner. He had a good car. He had a good sponsor. Uh, was that Black Rifle Coffee? And uh, so good for Travis Pastrana. Last but not least for our Daytona 500 breakdown, how about a feel-good story? Jimmy Johnson, our seven-time champ. What is he doing? Why is he even coming back? He said, look, he did the two-year deal. My whole Jimmy Johnson breakdown was he reminded me of Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, greatest basketball player of all time, said he's going to go play uh, baseball, right? That's what Jimmy uh, – now, now – Michael Jordan said he was going to go play baseball. Didn't work out. <laughs> went back Went back to basketball. I think Jimmy tried it all. You know, I know Jimmy was upset with NASCAR, burnt out. Now he loves NASCAR. So he came back. And how about GMS Motorsports? They, they chose J J uh, Jimmy Johnson. I've been saying Joey Logano so much that Joey Logano, Jimmy Johnson. That's a mouthful. <laughs> so... Jimmy Johnson, it was laid out there for him, kind of like a Tony Stewart deal, right? Tony Stewart, uh, you know, Gene Haas said, hey, Tony, come on over here. Tony ends up getting all the right people because he's a winner, and they take off, and they win. I think GMS is looking at Jimmy Johnson like that. Hey, we're going to play you in. You know, GMS, they're already wealthy. They own Allegiant Airlines, so <laughs> the money's there, but they need the people. So I think GMS said, hey, Jimmy Johnson, come on over here, and uh, you'll inevitably get all the quality people, and GMS will be a quality team very soon once Jimmy Johnson's able to, to uh, recruit, you know, some people maybe from Hendrick Motorsport. We'll see. But anyway, Jimmy is running like seventh or ninth with two laps to go, and he gets in the wreck. What are you going to do? But Jimmy was happy. 
Uh, now, listen, Jimmy says he's only going to run five races this year. Um, the next one is supposed to be at the Chicago Street Course. Who knows what's going to happen? Takes a lot of money to run these races. Uh, each race, uh, to do it right, is, listen, for these high-end teams, $500,000. It takes about a million dollars per race for Jimmy to get the money he wants, you know, to get these teams up and running. So, uh, all right, I think we broke the Daytona 500 down. Remember to respond right here. I love, listen, I see your comments. I see them all. Hard to respond, Charlie Morrow, our YouTube manager, he sees them. We love it when you respond. Give me your opinion. Remember, Complain with Kenny's gonna be coming up next, so we're gonna make a whole, whole show, but this show's about the Daytona 500. We're not gonna complain about what happened. We'll do that in the complaint with Kenny. So remember uh, to subscribe right here on YouTube. And remember, we are in podcast form, iTunes and Spotify. All right. Until the next show, we'll see you later.